It's a watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. But they are, by their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick graves from tongue bushes or fig from tessels? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad fruit, a bad tree bears what? Bad fruit. Is that a good tree can never, cannot bear bad fruit. A bad tree can bear. A bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus by their fruit you reward, recognize them. Those of you who have been close to me a bit, I'm somebody who, t- I know I will live longer. Why? Because the scripture says that when I honor my father and mother, my days on earth shall be prolonged. This is a scripture. But I have this consciousness. Uh, there is something that is coming on the screen. Could you take it off, please? I have this consciousness that I must maximize my today. And not be too concerned about my tomorrow. Some of you are too concerned about your future. That you care about your present. Hallelujah. Should I explain it? There are times you will be starving yourself now. Saving for your tomorrow. I was talking to a gentleman about six months ago. He said, brother, we were working so hard to get money. When we were young, we were working so hard to get money. And when we save so much money, we, when we grow, we've attained maturity. The things that we didn't eat, thinking we are waiting to grow and save and eat. When we became, he's around 50, 60 something. 55, 60. He said, now I have got money. But the things I wanted to eat that I denied myself. Now I want to eat it because I've got money. The doctors are telling me I can't eat it. So do you understand now? So he, he was so conscientious about his future that he didn't cater for his presence. Hallelujah. John chapter 15 verse 1 to 7. He said, I am the true vine, and my father is a gardener. He cut off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Who is doing the cutting? It's God. Whilst every branch that does bear fruit, he what? He prunes so that it will bear more, more fruit. Hallelujah. I'm preaching this message because God has laid it upon my heart, number one. Number two, as a pastor, I am seeing a disease. It's a disease. I've already, those of you who have been here before, the word this means against. Ease means easy. So disease is something that fights against something that should come to you 
with ease. That is what we call disease. I have realized that it's not coming from one side. It is coming across. And as a pastor, if I begin to deal with it individually, it will be hard work. So I want to address it cooperatively. Amen. I am ministering on the subject I've entitled the mystery of the world, of the fruit. I want to talk about humility. Tell your neighbor humility. Humility. Amen. The word immunity is a bit tricky because some of us, we know it so much that we think we know, but we know less, little about it. Humility is the quality of not thinking that you are better than other people. The quality of being what? Humble. So it is the quality of not thinking that you are better than other people. The quality of what? Being what? Humble. I want you to be with me here because what I'm going to, what I'm going to talk about is very important. So this mind, there is a mindset you have got and that mindset is thinking that I am more important than any other person. Praise the Lord. Humility, the second meaning means the feeling or attitude that you have no special importance that makes you better than others. It is called lack of pride. So you are lacking pride and that state is what we call humility. The feeling or attitude that you have no special importance that makes you better than others. I am nobody. I am nothing. Okay? The selflessness of an individual. The other meaning say that the way of behaving that shows that you do not think that you are better or more important than other people. Young ones, be with me. Adult, be with me here. Praise the Lord. I like the definition. I'm giving you more definitions so that you'll be able to understand it more. Immunity means the state of being humble. It's a state of being what? Humble. The word humility and humble have their origin in the Latin word called humilis, meaning low. Low. I was listening to a, a, a man in Nigeria called Dr. Charles uh, Poki. Yeah, I got it right. Dr. Charles Apoki. Nigerians don't even know him. I know him. He said, I was in my school. As a doctor, he stopped teaching now. Uh, he stopped practicing medicine. So he was in his school. He's built many schools. He's built, he's got farms. He's got so many businesses. And he was in his school. And he was doing some work in the school. And the lady came there thinking that he was the watchman or sort of the cleaner in the school. Then he said, can you please go and call me the, the, the proprietor of the school? So he didn't say anything. He went to call the proprietor. Then brought the proprietor and the proprietor was even wondering who, who could send the owner of the school to come and call me. So when he came, he saw the person, huh, 
you have no respect he told the person you told the owner of the school to come and call me and the man said that when he's the man told him to go and call the proprietor he said i don't lose anything if i go and call him i didn't lose anything so you see how humbleness is i didn't lose anything but if it was somebody he would have said do you know who i am i was listening to bishop dark Edward mills and he said that there was a time a man was in a school and you know sometimes when you go to the law school it's not only young people who are in the law school there are young people like me who completed university straight they want to go to law school and there are some people who have grown so much in their 60s and 70s they said i have to get some law degree so they were in the class with young and old and the lecturer will come and say benjamin ashore then you say present i'm here minister okay present i'm here and there was a man there who used to work with UN or something some big man he's worked so hard so he's at the top and they mention his name i nearly mentioned minister emmanuel i know so it's not you he mentioned his name john no there's no 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 john oh somebody hey mr a say what is this thing about calling people to say present present why do you always want to tell people to name and you do have to say present do you know who i am the manager said how can you the the lecturer said how can you be talking to me like this do you also know who i am he said who are you he said i'm the director of the program he said so what do you know who i am i'm the did this of the un he said hey what would have happened if he said present nothing humility will give you the certification for something great humility derived from the word humans meaning it it appears to clash with our current valuation of self-wealth and self-realization I was listening to I, I listened to a lot. I was listening to a man I don't re- usually listen to. Piers Morgan. He was interviewing a lady who so claim about this, you know, this sex thing that is going on about a man, a woman decide to say I'm a man and a man decide to say and Piers Morgan said according to the argument he asked a question to the lady. He said, "Lady, I want to ask you one question. Are you trying to tell me that somebody like Mayweather According to the argument of the lady, if a man comes and says, I'm a woman, you have to accept it. Piers Monga said, define who a woman is. He said, no, 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 there's no definition for a woman. If a man comes and he says he's a woman, accept it. He's a woman. He said, wait, let's, let's analyze the argument. Are you telling me that male weather, those of you who don't know, he's a boxer, who has been fighting and beating people left and right, he has been beating them and beating men, beating men, beating men. Now, assuming that he decides to sleep today and get up tomorrow. I think I'm a man. I'm a woman. I want to box a woman now. He said, how would you feel? Praise the Lord. We are living in a world where they said, be yourself. If you check carefully, there is a language moving around in our generation called be yourself i want to eat a bar be yourself i don't want to go to school be 
himself. The foundation of that statement was there to maximize our output. But now people have turned it upside down. I was talking to a lady, a young girl at the age of 12, 12, 13. Every time she wore something, she wanted to show her stomach. I said, come here. Why do you always want to show your stomach? He said, that is what I want to do. I said, where from this French language that that is what I want to do? Praise the Lord. It is humility that will help you to be delivered from this virus. Praise the Lord. Self-realization, I want to do this, but humility has nothing to do with meekness or weakness. And neither does it mean being self-effacing. First, effacing does not like talking about, about themselves or drawing attention to themselves. Or submissive, being submissive. Humility is an attitude of spiritual modesty. That comes from understanding our place in the large order of things. It entails not taking our desire, success or failures too seriously. Tell your neighbor, don't take it too seriously. As a character strength, humility can be viewed as the opposite of pride, arrogance, and an inflated sense of our importance and talents. It is based on a fundamentally caring and compassionate attitude towards others. I was reading some books and I came across Durek. D-W-E-C-K. This lady, Carol, this lady is of the mindset. She talks about motivation. She talks about the mindset. And in her definition, she said, humility entails not just admitting our shortcomings, but actively seeking to overcome them. It is about a general readiness to learn best practice from others and learn from our failures. What it means here is that when you are, when you have this vertical humility, you have this teachability or readiness to learn at every point in your life. A young person said, as I spoke to the lady, I said, I know your parents wouldn't want you to show your story. He said, I don't care about what your parents are saying. I want to show my stomach. That is a sign that you are not humble. If you are humble, it will help you to understand that you have to listen to people. Praise the Lord. There was a young lady who so claimed that she was around 15, 16 years. She wanted to show her stomach. She wanted to do this. She wanted to walk provocatively. And she was being advised and she didn't listen. By the time she realized, she said, I want to go out with whoever I want to go out with, sleep with whoever I want to sleep. That is what I want to do, Lord. I want to do. She became pregnant. Then she realized that there was a common sense she could have listened to and exempt herself from that place. Immunity is therefore an intricately related to learning and teachability. A way of being that embrace constant self-correction and self-improvement. 
A humble mindset has significant positive effect on our cognitive, interpersonal, and decision-making skills. What it means is that when you have the mindset that you are humble, when you recognize something important, when you are being spoken to, when somebody tells you, I sometimes find it difficult that young people cannot listen. When you are a young person and you listen, the replication or the consequences goes to the one who is telling you to do what you have to do. Is it not so simple? When you, you, listen, listen, you don't understand this. Let me bring biblical conception here. When the prodigal son told his father, I want to leave the house, I know for sure the father told him, don't go. But he thought, I know it all. It is all about me. It is all about what I want to do. I don't want to give regards to anybody. A man who is humble is a man who will grow to be a man who is desirous. Let me have the pictures on the screen. I was talking to you about pruning. One of the things you knew, the Bible said in the book of John, it says that the one who is bearing fruit will be what? Will be pruned. If you are not humble, nobody can shape you like this. If you are not humble, you can't get to the state. Assuming that the leaves wanted to poke to the left and to the right. And the owner of the garden is saying that, no, I want to cut you. If it was a human being, he would say, no, I want to be self-centered. I want to do what I want to do. If you decide to what, what, to become what you want to do when you want to become it, get ready, you will become ugly. Praise the Lord. There are things our parents, our pastors, our leaders will tell you. There is no way you will understand it. If it is not humility, you can't get to the height they want you to go to. There are things your father will tell you. If you are somebody who wants to understand everything before you do it, there are some things that are good that you cannot understand, but you have to do them. We are born into a community where young people don't want to listen to anybody. In my, in my dialect, there is a saying that what an elderly person will sit and see, you a young person will stand, but you can't see it. Humility, I will listen to you. Why? Because you are an adult. Let me, let me pose this argument. Brother Edward, I stand for correction. He's the oldest among us. Put your hands together for Brother Edwin. There are so many, we are not saying that adult knows everything. We can't say that. There are young people who will be more inclined to things than adults. But on the average, a responsible adult, there are things when you are a child, when they guide you, you become better. You become a better person. Praise the Lord. When you go to school and your teacher tells you sit and learn, don't ask your teacher, who are you to tell me what to do? There was a time I was teaching in my class and I said to a student, move and sit here. He said, you can't tell me what to do. You are not my father. I said, I don't want to become your father. I'm your teacher. There are things I can teach you that your, your, your father cannot teach you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in the class. 
Praise the Lord. There are things you will be told by an expert. When the doctor tells you to lie down this way, why didn't you complain? No, why didn't you complain? Because you know that there are replications. I want to beg you. There are times you will be told to do things you will not understand it. But believe in the authority given to you. In the authority. There are certain people you have to listen to. Listen, when God wants to bless a nation, do you know one of the things he blessed them with? He said, when, when you are in a house, one of the ways God bless a family is to give them people who are old. Old age is a sign of the blessings of God. So if you see a family without a older person, it's a sign that there is a curse in that house. There are certain families, if you grow to certain age, you die. When God wants to bless you, God has blessed us in this house. We have somebody who is 80-something in this house. Praise the Lord. There are things we know our elders may not know everything. Let me go back to that point. But I promise you, on average, when you allow an elderly person to direct you, the chances of you succeeding is very, very high. Rather than allowing your life into the hands of a novice, of a child. Hallelujah. There are times you take steps. You don't know how it will end. But believe in somebody who can see more than you can see. You have no idea. I don't know the psychological trauma that brother... Brother Edward is going through sometimes when he sees the behavior of younger people. There are times older people, a young person start behaving like this. An elderly person can see your behavior to this, to, at this point and can move and stand here and say that with this behavior, this is the place you will get to in your life. And it doesn't matter where you go, you will come back to that point. Because the input you have put in has got a standardized output that is here. Praise the Lord. Young people, why do you think you learn math? You learn English, you like you learn biology, you learn chemistry, you learn all of those things in school. You learn them in school not because the school wants to punish you. I remember when I was in school, I told my teacher I don't need math because I didn't know math. Those of you who don't know me, when I was at the age of 15, I couldn't spell girl. At the age of 15, I was so bad, my head teacher told me I would amount to nothing. And she was right, but I met Jesus. Praise the Lord. I told my teacher, I don't, we were 105 in the class. I was very good at math than English. I was good at math, and they would put all of us, our marks together. And they will arrange as first, second, third, fourth, fifth. And I was always like 85. Praise the Lord. I was not good in, in English. So like 94, 95. Praise the Lord. So sometimes when I, when I understood this, there are times you ask a student, which one are you good at? Mass or English? He said mass. You have to check the degree to which he knows what he knows. Praise the Lord. What was I saying? What was I saying? 
the master English. Praise the Lord. I've not quoted scripture, so you guys, you, you think I'm joking. Humility is directly related to our ability. Listen, it is related to our ability and willingness to learn. When you see somebody who is humble, it is demonstrated by their ability and willingness to learn. I like it when I see my, 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 I like my, my children so much. But one of the things Aaron does that I like so much in my whole life is to see that he has done something wrong. And say, Aaron, you didn't clean the lounge so nice. Look at what the humble. Let's go for the, the, the pride one. I did it in the morning. If you, if you had watched, you would see that I've done the work. And I did it and I did it. I promise you that I did I don't need to know this. I am seeing some things that shows me that you didn't do it. Somebody who is humble will silence you and you even want to take the broom and sweep yourself. I said, Aaron, you didn't clean the TV? Oh, sorry, daddy. Then go to pick the next thing to clean it again. Praise the Lord. Humble people are better learners and problem solvers. If you want to solve problems in your life, you need to be humble. It was not big. Listen, 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 young people and older people here. I want to beg of you. I don't have a problem giving my car key to my children to drive my car. I don't have a problem with that. But the problem is that it is not because I am afraid to give them my key. But the kind of responsibility that comes upon them when they have the key, I know they can't handle it. That is why I try to protect them from picking the car key and going to start the car. There are things you are doing right now, your parents are stopping you, not because of anything, but because they are trying to protect you. Tell your neighbor, listen to the protection. Humility is the ability to view yourself accurately as an individual with talent as well as flaws. Whilst being void of arrogance and low self-esteem. Humility may, be, humility may sound as a old fashioned. That is what our young people say. It is an old fashioned. When I was very young, I'm still young. When you sit in that bus and you see an elderly person, it is humility that will cause you to rise up and tell the elderly pay. But in the generation in which you find ourselves, when you tell a young person, can you stand and let the elderly one stand? We all paid for it. Praise the Lord. Humility may sound old-fashioned. In an era in which many biomes and growing self-centeredness, a folk I focus on the world. Perhaps we should all strive to develop a more humble approach to life. We should all try to all to humble ourselves. It is important that stay humble. Because having humility not only helps you develop a more kind approach to interacting with others, but it also influences how you perceive yourself and the world around you. Hallelujah. One of the reasons why humility seems old-fashioned is that we are often made to feel that we need to look out 
for ourselves because nobody else would do so it is a dog eat well you know now let me address some deep things are you ready okay let me dive a bit in into it I didn't know through the studies I didn't know that somebody who is pride who is proud I didn't know that they have this mindset that nobody can give them something better than themselves and the devil is a liar because he has told you nobody will care for you than yourself I promise you there are more people who cares for you than you can even imagine. And I hear young people, we tell our parents, I know you don't like me. Do you understand the French you just spoke? When your parents could get up in the morning, go and make sure that you have food on the table. When somebody doesn't care for you, when was the last time the landlord came to ask you the child, pay the rent? When did they come to do that? It is not about, there is a demonic and a way of not humbling oneself, thinking that I know more than any other person and nobody cares for me. I promise you, someone cares for you. Praise the Lord. Moreover, just because humility is old fashioned does not mean that it is no longer important. We can understand humility not just as a virtue. But also as a psychological trait. At the basic level, humility relates to the degree to which we value and promote our interests above others. Hallelujah. I'm left with a few minutes. Let me deal with the subject properly. I told you that before you can become desirous, before you can become a fruit, when you go to Tesco, when you go to Tesco and you, saw, you see the mango tree, the mango fruit, the banana, the orange, they want to tell you that I was humble. I was humble because somebody told me what I should do and I did it and today look at how far I've become. In Philippians chapter 2 verse 9, but 5 to 9, look at this carefully. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 9, the Bible said, In your relationship with one another, it said, Have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his advantage. Rather, he, he made himself nothing by Taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore, because he humbled himself, therefore, because he humbled himself, therefore God has exalted him. When you humble yourself, the one responsible for your upliftment is not man, but it goes into the hands of God. Higher and above him, the name which is above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and air in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every Every tongue acknowledge that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
Hallelujah. The downfall of man in, in, in the downfall of man in the Garden of Eden was not because of anything but because humility was taken from Adam. The Bible said they said you will become equal like God. Who wants to become? What does it mean he wants to become equal like God? He doesn't want to receive, receive instruction from anybody. And what happened to him? He lost the garden. When you hear a name, I the only name that came to my mind when I was doing this is a man called Nelson Mandela. When you hear the name Nelson Mandela, you could see somebody who said, It is no longer about me, but how to make the world a better place. Praise the Lord. If you are not ready to humble yourself, there is something that will fight you. That is God. I like it when 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6, it said, Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Somebody who cares for you, you have to humble before that person. I have to humble myself before my spiritual father coach. Why? Because I know he cares for me. You have to humble yourself before your pastor because you know he cares for you. One thing I speak, some people you don't understand this. When a member of the church is in trouble, my whole house is in trouble. Because we, it is, the Bible said that when one person goes down, we all go down. When one person, I remember there was a time one member of the church was in labor. And I was phoned that pastor, it is getting ugly. In the middle of the night, I was praying, 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 praying. And I will be, I said, give me update every minute. And I'm sure that the people who are sending me the message will wonder whether I was not sleeping. He sent the message, he said, it has gotten to uh, five, five dilation or whatever they call it. I said, we are praying. Immediately it comes, the result goes back. I said, don't worry, hold on. In the middle of praying for somebody, I received a text message from my sister that she was nearly at the point of death, but she had delivered safely. I said to myself, when I was praying for somebody, I didn't know there was provision made for my own sister. Praise the Lord. I didn't understand how my father loved me until I became sick. I didn't know how much he loved me until I got to know that his love for me was more important than his job. I was told by the doctors I would die in three months. From the day it was said by the doctors, for more than six months, my father didn't go anywhere again. He didn't go to work. In the morning, he would take me from one hospital to the other. Why? Because he loves me. If you are a child over here, you don't know the extent to which your parents will go. To demonstrate their love for you. Why don't you delight in humble yourself? And they will make your life better. Hallelujah. Listen to this whilst I bring the message to a close. There is an attractiveness. Okay. Okay, let me say it properly. There is no attractiveness in anything that isn't humble. There is no attractiveness in anything in this world. That hasn't got humbleness in it. Any human being, it doesn't matter the attainment you attain. If you are not humble, you stink. 
Pride is the belief that you are better or more important than others. Get that off your head. It is pride that makes you feel like God doesn't care for you. He cares for you. And when you humble yourself before him and follow his dictatorship, you will see the glory of God in your life. In Colossians chapter 3 verse 12, it said, Therefore has God's chosen people only and dearly beloved, he said, clothe yourself with passion, number one, kindness, number two, humility, number three, gentleness and patience. When you walk into a place, wear the cloth of humility. Anybody who is devoid of the cloth or the cloth of humility, you don't go anywhere. He said, clothe yourself with humility. When you go to your school, let them see you are wearing humility. It is a demonstration of an attitudinal splendor. It is demonstrated in you and people see it. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 2. It said be completely humble. Not partially. Be completely humble. Be what? Completely humble and gentle. Be patient and bearing with one another in love. Praise the Lord. James 4, 6 says that, but he gives us more grace. That is why scriptures say, God opposes the proud. But show favor to the world, to the humble. James 4, 10 says that, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. This is my message to the children. In 1 Peter chapter 4, 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 5. To end it here. Oh my God. He said that in the same way you are you you who are younger submit yourself to your elders. Number one, the people you have to humble yourself to, your elders. All of you clothe yourself with humility towards one another because God opposes the proud but show favor to the humble. You want to be great. Greatness is an humility. God will lift you up. Praise the Lord. There are more. I will leave it here. Wisdom and instruction is in the fear of the Lord. Humility comes before honor. In Proverbs chapter 15 verse 33. Humility precedes before what? Honor. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 4. It said humility is the fear of the Lord. It is wages it wages are riches and honor. There is a price you get. There is a reward you get when you humble yourself. It is the wages. It wages are riches, honor, and life. Praise the Lord. As I bring this message to a close, I finish. I'm now with three minutes. I'll let you close your eyes and we'll finish. I had a story yesterday. I will not make it sad. I will make it light, lightly. I was told there was a guy who comes, some of you may know, there's a guy who comes to pick our stuff and take it to Ghana or when any of the projects going to happen. And he's been coming for over five years, over six years. Some of you may know him. And for once, Minister Mary was going to tell him who to send the thing to. So he mentioned the full name. So all along this man has been coming for the past six years. We mentioned part of the name 
and he writes on the on the on the whatever he said. So yesterday he said, Mr. Mary looked at the number and said, Theophilus Quay. The guy said, Which which quay? He said, I know a quay in Ghana, and this quay is called Tudor Quay. Ah, I said, I also know Tudor Quay. Let me show you my phone. I click on and I show the picture of this man. I even phoned him. He said, Ah, this man is my father. So we have been dealing with each other, and you don't even we don't even know that we are connected. Praise the Lord. And he shared the story with us. I'll say it in two minutes and we'll finish. He said there was a young boy who passed away that we both know. This young boy was around the age of 12, 13. He's living in the city, but they went to a place where there was a beach. And they were going to swim. They had a board they were going to stand on. Those of you who don't know how to swim, you know, I'll teach you later. You stand on and you just slide on the water. What do you call it? Surfing. Uh, okay. We call it board. Working there. So immediately they put it down. We don't know what happened. The guy, he was there. Immediately he put it down. The young five of them, they wanted to swim. They put it down in, at the shore, wanted to swim. Immediately the, the wood got broken into two. So it was like, since that is not ready, let's forgo what? The swimming. Some of them were not ready to stop. There was an old woman passing by. He said, young ones, please don't swim in this water. It is not good to swim today. This young guy said, ah, you don't know me. I come from Accra. I come from the city. I know how to swim. He went to swim. The long and short of it is that he died. Young boy, would you have been humble enough to say yes, ma'am? And your life would have been preserved. His death was so mysterious. Those of you who knows how they, they came to do some rituals for the body to come. I was told that the body didn't come. Only one part of the hand came. They called to, they went, they did so many things. I was told that there were rituals that was done with chicken and, you know, they cut the head of a chicken and they said, no, the chicken is... It's not performing right, so they put it in the bag. You know, those people, when they kill their chicken, it doesn't go back to you. They take it and put it in the bag. There were more than 20 chickens, and they said it's not working, not working, going to work. But whilst it was going on, the church organized a prayer. The prayer warriors went to the shore, and they stood there and prayed so hard. They said the body has been caught into in, in the middle of a rock. But whilst the gatekeepers prayed, the, the rock parted into two and the body came out. What am I talking about? This young boy's life would have been preserved. There is somebody under the sound of my voice. If you would be quiet and say, yes, Lord. If you would be quiet and say, yes, daddy. Yes, mommy. Yes, pastor. Yes, leader. The Bible said that he has put us people in charge of us. I want you to stand on your feet. I want to leave you with this. I'm left with two seconds. When you go home, I want you to pray to God. And say, Father, give me the strength to humble myself. I want to be the fruit that will be likable by many. If you are a young person here, you are struggling. 
you want to talk to your parent, you want to talk to myself, or any leader, you can talk to Brother Edward, you can talk to Minister Oke, you can talk to the leadership and say, I have this area I am struggling with, I want to be helped. And we will make sure we put measures in place to support you. I want to beg you, we are in the year that God is calling us to the place to humble ourselves. The Bible said in First Chronicles, it said, if my people who are called by my name, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face, I will deliver them. It is my prayer today that God will establish you. It's my prayer today that God will bring you to the place of humbling yourself. Humble yourself before your spouse, your wife, your husband, your children. Let there be humbling spirit in your home. That the Lord will lift the family up. In the mighty name of Jesus, we'll call it done. Amen.